And so, with the cup held high, me the leave Croke Park, All-Ireland football champion for 1949. Oh, beautiful me, you got all that I need. Dimpsey hits Davin Fee. Anthony Finnerty comes in and gives him a touch of the elbow. Colin Coyle hitting Finnerty. This is Colm's first punch. Finity delayed reaction, looks around, sees Martin O'Connell coming in and thinks that the best action is to go down. What a set of matches we've had. Four terrific and memorable games. Final score meets 2-10. Dublin, 15. So Joe McDonough, GA president, presents Sam McGuire to Graham Garrity and meet of the football champions. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another We Are Mead podcast. I'm Mickey Brennan, delighted to be joined again by uh, Martin O'Halloran, the uh, Mead GAA PRO. Um, Martin, a good weekend for you? Great weekend, plenty of action on and off the field, uh, particularly on junior football finals, intermediate football semi-finals, uh, intermediate hurling replays, massive crowd in Park Talton on Sunday, great results. For those who won, for those who haven't, have to start again next year. So, great weekend, yeah. Yeah, and did you get out for a few points as well? Oh, well, now, as we know, we don't talk about uh, those type of things in here, but uh, <laughs> just put it to say, good weekend had by all. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are drinking, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, drink responsibly. And uh, on uh, this evening's show, this week's show, um, we're going to be bringing you results, we're going to be bringing you fixtures, we're going to be bringing you the new app, um, wonderful new app that the um, Mead County Board have launched. Um, we'll be talking about uh, upcoming games on the weekend that are going to be shown, one game in particular that's going to be shown, shown on Air Sports. We'll bring you the draw for the Leinster Schools uh, Brother Bosco Cup. Um, and also we'll be asking you to make sure that over the coming weeks that you uh, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and watch out for links for upcoming games because again last weekend was the first weekend that we did our um, live broadcasting um, I suppose we'll start off with that Martin we, uh, we won't talk about the games just yet but the fact that the Mead County Board launched their app um, part of that app is a live um, streaming of some of the games, the championship games that are going to take place around the county. Um, we brought in as well the commentary to to the games and whatever. So there was an awful lot of uh, technology in, in, in Park Tolchin last weekend. You know, you had the guys working the app. You had the guys working the cameras, and I have to say they were absolutely brilliant. They had cameras in different angles, and uh, we even had replays on, which was fantastic. Um, and uh, and then obviously we had our um, mixing desk for for the audio to put it through. And thanks be to God, there was no glitches at all. We were all expecting something to happen, but it ran very very smoothly, and uh, it's a great start for for the live broadcasting on the app. Yeah, it certainly is a fantastic start for it. Um, 1,500 people downloaded the app last week. That is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the viewing on Saturday, we had uh, 600 uh, unique views, which is great for the first week. Um, well, the I, thing about 600 unique views, that means that there were 600 separate devices yeah. tuned in to watch that. And you could have two or three people, four or five people watching uh, the one uh, uh, device. So you, you could have been talking 2,000 people for, yeah. for, for, for that, which is fantastic. It is fantastic. And look... 
modern technology brings the game to a whole new audience. That's what we want. The ethos of our association will always be to get people to play the games and if they can play it or if they're retired or whatever they are, they come to our games. That is the most important. But as you know, people are all around the world. They're now working. You know, uh, sometimes fixtures don't, times don't uh, suit them. And, uh, you know, that, that's what happens. So we now have, uh, we have responsibility uh, and a demand, more importantly, to provide technology at this particular level to show our games. And on the evidence of our first weekend, uh, the trial basis on Saturday, um, it really was a fantastic weekend for that. You know, and uh, luckily, a couple of very good games uh, to show also, which was good. You know? Exactly, yeah. And, and as w- so just, just for anybody out there who is listening in and, and wants to know... W- you can download the app, okay? It's on iTunes and it's on all Android devices. Um, through the app, you can watch the games. Um, if they, uh, if you can't get to them, obviously, um, or wherever you are in the world, you'll be able to watch live streaming of the game. If you can't get to watch the game, you're on a bus or something, or I don't know, you're somewhere where you can't actually watch it. You can also look up We Are Mead on Facebook or on Twitter, and you can get an audio link as well. So you can get, you've got... Two different ways of getting uh, access to these games, which is which is fantastic as well. It's brilliant that these games are being made accessible. Of course it is, and you know that that's the key. It's all part of the new communication strategy within the GEA to get our message to as many people worldwide. Yeah, and and like if you look at every other sport, um, be it soccer, rugby. Um, you know the the major, I, I suppose, games that are played apart from GAA in, in in Ireland. You know they all have different ways of getting their game out. So it's just it's we're catching up, and hopefully we're going to surpass them and go yeah, beyond. It, what, what look, these it's all about uh, the diaspora and getting their message to those. And it's not just a message; it's giving them. You know, if you're in Australia and your club uh, is playing at the weekend. You know, it's absolutely, it's a gift to be able to be able to see instead of having to wait. Uh, I remember uh, back in the 80s when you'd be in London and uh, you'd have to wait till the Irish News uh, in London had the results the following afternoon. And you'd have to wait. Here now you can actually watch the game live. And, you know, it's, it's fantastic. And can I just really, ca- you know? catch you on mm. one thing? It's not mm. just for the diaspora, because mm. if you're stuck in work and you're not able to get out and go to a match, you can find a little yeah. quiet cloakroom or something like that. You can download the app. And you can sit in there and watch the game of football that you're missing while you're yes, at work. And that's actually true, but of course, we're not encouraging we're not people to, to dust and work now. You might do that in your job, Michael, but we're, you know, we're not trying to do that. You know? No, 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 no. I'm strictly, I'm strictly working from... from eight in the morning till five in the evening every day and then after that I can do my mess and I won't be watching any games during the day but anyone who is stuck can't get to see the game um, do download the apps and uh, it's going to be for certain games it's not going to be for all games more than likely it'll be games for, for games that are going to be played in, in, in Park Tolchin um, but uh, again it's just a great service to have Absolutely and, and you know obviously we there are national broadcasters who have the licence yeah. um, like uh, for TG Cahar and, whatever, yeah. and uh, air you know, sports. for cl- air sports uh, which we'll come, to, we'll come to yeah, in a few minutes we'll talk about later so you know if outside of all those this is uh, an alternative 
uh, way of watching our game. Exactly. It's yeah. just making it more accessible yeah. to people uh, throughout the county, the country and the world. Yeah. Um, I suppose moving on, what we'll do now is probably we'll go through some of the results from the weekend and skip through them and then when we get to ones that are of uh, huge relevance, we'll stop with them. Um, so just um, on the weekend at senior ranks, the All-County B-League uh, Division 1 final was played and Dunhamore Ashburn were playing St. Peter's Dunboyne in that. St. Peter's Dunboyne won the scoreline of 13 points to 11 um, so Dunmore Ashburn not able to follow up their fresh cup with a division 1 B, uh, B league uh, cup as well unfortunately for them the all county football league division 4 um, Courtown were taking on Long- Longwood Longwood won on the scoreline of 212 to 8 points um, we you wanted to start talking about yeah, the Longwood no, no, game uh, you know I think the league positions more and more in uh, in our games where you actually finish in the league is becoming very, very relevant to your performance in the championships. You know, this was a very strong uh, Longwood team who uh, play at the intermediate level. Uh, very strong inter-county footballers. Mickey Burke scored four points. Mm. Uh, Ryan Moore, Aaron Ennis, Damien Healy, fantastic curler, but also an excellent uh, footballer was on the uh, Mead teams that played in the junior uh, championship this year. So, you know, Longwood... Division 4, they really should be playing at a, a higher level than yeah. that. But uh, let's not take away from them. Very strong performance over Cortown over the weekend and well done to mm-hmm. everybody there. Yeah, well done to everybody in Longwood. In the Brendan Davis Cup, the semi-final, this is the hurling. It was Kildalki, the beaten finalists of the Senior Championship the week beforehand, taking on St Peter's Dunboyne, and they won this uh, comfortably enough. It was 2-19, um, 25 points to St Peter's Dunboyne, 16 points. So um, back, uh, that's Kildalki through to the final. Um, in the All-County B-League Division 2 final, it was Rotote taking on St Column Kills, and St Column Kills won this on a scoreline of 110 nine points. It was a good weekend for St. Column Kills. In the All-County A Football League Division 1 uh, playoff between Blackhall Gales and St. Column Kills. St. Column Kills won this by the smallest of margins on a scoreline of 111-27 to and I know that uh, there was celebrations over in St. In St. Column Kills over that. They, regained, they kept their senior status and, and they stayed in Division 1. So um, uh, great times over there in, in St. Column Kills later. And, uh, after, I suppose, the, the when you look at the, the year they had last year, going to an All-Ireland Intermediate Final and um, being beaten in the final but uh, and going straight into Senior Championship, it's still, it's still a fairly good year for them. Staying up in, in Division 1 and uh, staying in Senior Ranks, that's, that's probably what their aim would have been at the start of the year. Yeah, and look, that's, their performance is this year wasn't actually that bad at all. No. You, you know... Uh, who want your senior championship to be that competitive where a team can't just automatically arrive from the intermediate and be a sensation. That has happened a couple of times. Wolf Tones, Nafina and teams like that have done that. But uh, St. Colin Kills are an emerging force in mead football and they're working very hard over there to uh, promote the game at all levels. Yeah. And... Uh, I'd say they'll be happy enough for their year. I'd say they will, definitely. Um, mm. you know, and, and it's a year to build on now going mm. forward. Uh, then in the Electric Ireland GAA Senior Football League Division 4, Group D, this is uh, um, uh, schools football, Dunboyne College of Further Education, 212, University College Dublin, uh, 7 goals and 15 points. So um, hard luck to Dunboyne F- School uh, College of Further Education. Uh, in the Fresh 
Cup final, Dunamore Ashburn uh, winning that 115 to Gail Collum kills nine points. That was the week before oh, last. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we're just skipping through it there just to figure out. Um, yes, we're going to go on to now the intermediate. Um, in the intermediate championship semi-final, it was Curraha taking on favourites for the championship, um, Oldcastle. And Curraha with a big <coughs> surprise win here, winning on a scoreline of one goal and 12 to Oldcastle's two goals and seven. Curraha, who only came up from junior ranks the year before last, um, that's that's a massive win for them and put themselves into uh, an intermediate championship semi-final. Sorry. Yeah, for the first time. Yeah, yeah, and uh, a little piece of history for them. They're a great club, and uh, you know where we were talking about St. Colin Kills as an emerging force. Uh, similar can be said um, about Corahad. They don't have the same population as uh, St. Colin Kills, <coughs> but they were quite impressive. Um, David Toner and uh, David Kyle, Conor Moriarty, very fine young footballer. Um, they played very well, and uh, they'll put it up to anybody from here on. Yeah, really, yeah. really, really impressed with um, that win for the Haas. Um, and then, of course, in the second semi-final, it was St. Michael's taking on Nobber. This ended in a scoreline of St. Michael's three goals and 14 to Nobber's one goal and nine. And for all intents and purposes... First 20 minutes of this game, St. Michael's didn't look like they were going to be able to get into it at all. Nobber were leading by six points to three. And then in the 21st minute, Oren Meehan sparked St. Michael's into life with an absolute thunderbolt of a goal from between the 10 and the 20 metre line, 13 and 20 metre line, uh, roof of the net, absolutely heroic stuff. But from then on, St. Michael's never looked back. But they just, I don't know what it was about them. It was as if they didn't know how to how to win the game until that goal went in yeah it, that was the turning point of the game it was inspirational stuff and as you rightly said from there on they took over and uh, really by midway through the second half it was fairly obvious that they were going to go on and win the game you know there was a lot of pace a very strong half forward line full forward line so you know good result for them yeah. and we look forward to the final because that could be a cracker absolutely and, and, and you look at some of their star performers I suppose Kieran Lynch um, at the centre half forward like just I think he scored a goal and, and, and four or five points and um, then Oren Meehan a goal and three as well at full forward they're a really really classy football team so they are um, they wouldn't have been as big as Nobber and maybe it was it was the they were Nobber imposed themselves on the game for the first twenty minutes and they were roughing them up a bit. But as soon as St Michael's figured out, okay, don't carry the ball into the tackle, move it fast, move it around them, get players running, they just ran them into the ground. They scored one three without reply after that goal in the run into half time and led by three points. And then in the second half they just kicked on and kicked on and um you know, I just I, I thought they were very, very, very um impressive. They were impressive. Uh Nobber had a little bit of experience uh, up their sleeve and that counted a huge lot to Farrell brothers and uh, a number of other lads who would have played senior football and uh, it came to the fore earlier on but uh, they couldn't match the pace of uh, the half forward line uh, of St Michael's. Very impressive as we said on the day. Yeah so Coraha and St Michael's move on to the intermediate final and uh, what a final that's going to be um, we'll bring you the fixture for that later on um, we'll move on then to junior ranks and the junior championship final the Chuck um championship final junior championship final was played on the weekend and Mead Hill 
um, the the colourful and loud and uh, you know uh, how how can you describe them? Just absolutely brilliant uh, supporters of Mead Hill were in full voice in, in Park Talchin when they won on the scoreline of a goal in 12 to Myla's 9 points and Myla themselves brought a huge crowd but you know nobody would take away from this Mead Hill team No and last Sunday's junior football final this was a game for the traditionalists the grassroots of the association they came from all over the parish and from neighbouring parishes uh, to support Mead Hill uh, their performance was excellent they were on top from the word go uh, Tommy Rooley uh, was more on the ball than off the ball. Uh, Jason York, Chris York, you know, brilliant performance by Pierce McGrath. You know, and you know they, they were just a better team on the day. But Myla, they kept going. You know, Joe Amelia as always. Tommy Riley is a fantastic footballer. Darren Gibney, Niall McIlarney, they kept going, and they, you know, where. They looked uh, totally out of it midway through the second half. They just kept going and kept going. Uh, the weather deteriorated a little bit. Uh, it didn't help either teams, of course. But in the end, uh, Mead Hill totally deserved their victory. And as you said, the, the amount of supporters they brought, it was definitely the biggest crowd at uh, a club football match in County Mead uh, this year. And uh, the excitement and the roof, you know, when uh, Tommy Rooney got that goal, the roof virtually came off the stand. You know, it was a fantastic, uh, it's just, it was a shot in the arm for the small club, the community club, the parish club, who, you know, who can get together and get people behind. And they've had to wait forever for this. So, you know, again, we were talking about Longwood there and their league position. I will point to the fact that uh, Mead Hill played in Division 3 against very strong teams, you know, and uh, it stood to them. Yeah, it definitely did. You know, I'd say it was a case of, on the weekend, last man out of Mead Hill, turn off the lights. Well, I think so. I couldn't imagine... Uh, was <laughs> I don't a, think there was anybody left. Uh, there was a, a whole <laughs> lot. And, you know, they got great support from, from uh, all round, and that's the way small parishes are. They do support each other when it comes to the big day. Of course, they're competitive against each other all year round, but... It was Mead Hills Day, it was Mead Hills Year, and I can imagine uh, a lot of people I know over there, their enthusiasm for the game is unreal, you know, and uh, Donnacha Bile and Tig and all those, and I imagine it was quite a nice uh, around the local parish that <laughs> night. I wonder if it's still over. I was just, yeah, yeah, just yeah. going to say it's probably still going, so it is over in Mead Hill, but yeah. well done to Mead Hill, and best of luck as well to Mead Hill in the AIB Junior, uh, uh, Leinster Junior Championship, um, which will be taking place in a couple of weeks' time as well, so we wish them all the best. Yeah, and they'll be playing their neighbours, uh, well, not quite their neighbours, our neighbours, of course, in the county, uh, Glen Ebbets for Loud, so that should be uh, quite an encounter. It will indeed. Mm-hmm. It always is a, a great encounter when a Loud and Mead team come up yeah. against each other. Mm-hmm. So just to move it on then, just a couple of results from the Under-21B uh, Hurling Championship from last week. Uh, the the Under-21B Hurling Championship quarter-final between Drumree, Blackhall, Gales and Kilmessen. Kilmessen won that in a scoreline of 4 11 to Drumree Blackhall Gales, one goal in 16. And Ratmaline got a walkover against Boards Mill. Um, we touched on this last week. We were talking about the great work that's been done at underage level mm. with uh, 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 the hurling. And that must be a disappointment to see that yourself. Very uh, disappointed. Uh, you know, it's not easy for any small uh, hurling club. Um, Boardsmill had great tradition, you know, and... Uh, they have 
you know, they won a lot of championships in the 70s and the 60s and they had great men, you know, I mentioned T.J. Riley and a lot of those, you know, and I know they wouldn't want to, the last thing they would want to do is uh, give a walkover and uh, it's no benefit to them, it's certainly no benefit to Ratmaline. So, you know, I, I just have a feel that, uh, you know, Ratmaline and Boersmill have played together uh, underage uh, over the last couple of years in, in different competitions. And uh, I'm glad to see Rappaline have their own uh, under-21 team this year. But it's not easy for Boris Mill, and uh, I just hope uh, things change and they get things going again for the future. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just uh, to move on again to, the, I suppose, the, the biggest hurling game of last weekend was the intermediate hurling final replay, that game that uh, upset the whole fixture list that Martin doesn't want to discuss. Uh, Navin O'Matneys were taking on Nafina in this replay. You said it last week that Navin O'Matneys would probably just have enough strength and enough experience to get them over the line, and they just did, winning that one on a scoreline of 17 points to Nafina's 14 points, and there was great jubilation and, and celebrations at the final whistle in Park Tolchin as the cup was going to be brought across the hill at the town end and straight into the bar of Navin O'Matneys and uh, by Captain Paddy Skeehan but on the day you couldn't fault Navin O'Matneys I thought they were excellent I was at the game myself Paddy Skeehan was brilliant I thought that uh, the young fella playing on, on, on the wing young Walsh I think it's James Walsh Jack, yeah. uh, or Jack Walsh mm. playing uh, left half forward magnificent game for me the standout player was a man that was rolling back the years Richie Hogan wearing number 14 in his back went back to play as a defender and he just he just mopped up everything. He was just a rock in the defence for an Avon man. Richie's a class act. He yeah. just loves his hurling. Yeah. You know, uh, they were the better team on the day. And, you know, Nafina are a young team. You know, uh, they're emerging. And they have the similar team playing in all their competitions. It's been a, you know, it's been a difficult enough year for Nafina. But they keep producing these uh, teams. The first day was a fantastic game. The second day was uh, fantastic. O'Mahony's, you know, uh, after a shaky enough start, got back into it. Uh, Stephen Crosby, what can you say? Shane. Shane, even. Shane, yes. on, I think he's related to you, is he? Ah, well, yeah, they say he is, yeah. yeah okay. He he's a very good-looking lad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know his that, but, <laughs> but his performance. Uh, yeah, he was excellent. And all the performances, yeah. all the way uh, through, their captain uh, and free-taker, uh, what a performance Paddy gave as well. And, you know, it, me- it means so much to them. But really, the real challenge for Navin and Mahan is now, that, that's over now. But the challenge now for them is how they're going to perform next year at the senior hurling ranks. Mm-hmm. They need to get together, they need to get all their players, and they have the nucleus of a very good squad to perform very well in the senior hurling championship next year. Did, so, co- did a know. few subs that come on, I thought they were, were lively enough as well, that are younger. Uh, I think it was Colin O'Rourke. Colin O'Rourke that came on and whatever like so they're 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 like they do have a few coming through. Well, that had always be a good name in hurling circles, Colin O'Rourke, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but no, they have of course they have, and they're underage, and you know a lot is expected from Navin O'Mahony's, and uh, they produced the goods last Saturday, and uh, I wish them well, and I look forward to see them in the senior ranks next year, and. Uh, I wish them well. And there's no rest for the Navin O'Matney's team because they're going to be out next weekend in the Leinster. uh, um, uh, Wolf Tones. Against uh, Wolf Tones of Longford. Longford, That's going to be played down in... um, in Longford we'll come back to that in a couple of minutes but well done to Navin O'Matney's and look commiserations to Nafina did some great performances Barry Slevin was excellent I thought Dermot Bailey um, also had a great game Sean Martin um, was excellent as well and you know they, they just never give up but look it wasn't to be their day and Navin O'Matney's uh, run out being 
Yeah, yeah I think uh, just on a more lighter note, uh, I think the, one of their uh, players is getting married or, this weekend. I'm not sure whether he's getting married or is it the, the stag party, but either way, there'll be great celebrations. Uh, I wish uh, David Kirby and the rest of them uh, in the FINA well this weekend. Yes, we do indeed, and uh, uh, enjoy the, the the celebrations of the wedding, lads, and uh, well done. And just another um, result there that I, I, I passed over was the intermediate relegation playoff game two between Beliver and St Dalton's, and that one ended up in a draw. So both of them teams are back out training this week. They have to go back out and uh, replay that game. It was St Dalton's a goal in 12, Beliver not 15. I know that Garod Renix, um, some Somebody who helps us out here um, on on the podcast and helps us out with our commentary, the GAA, the uh, Me GAA Lad podcast, uh, Garod Renix. He was playing in that game, so he's uh, he was shocked and disappointed. He thought that the year would be finished after the weekend, but he's to go out and train again this week, Martin. Well, yeah, he has done. A, um, once again, it was technology that kept me involved. Uh, Twitter at Me GAA. I was following uh, that particular game, and St. Dutton's had a good lead. Uh, for a lot of that game and uh, Beliver showed their true grace and didn't give up and uh, want to hold on to their status obviously and uh, finished much the stronger um, in that particular game so it's all to play for there as well yeah and there's, a, and there's a huge trophy at the end of it so there is one stays up one goes down yeah. so um, both of them will be fighting it out next week so uh, just uh, to move on now to fixtures for the weekend and tonight actually Tuesday the 10th um, myself and Martin are here in 41 in Navan we want to thank the lads as well we're not well. drinking or we're not like drinking <laughs> just, to, just to reiterate that although you might think we are with some of the things we're coming out with no the lads in 41 we want to thank them they're always so hospitable for us and they bring us down here into the back area, into the disco bar area, and let us use their facilities here. And we're always grateful for the coffee as well. We're always grateful for the coffee as well. In fairness, Stephen makes a good coffee, so he does. But uh, thanks to the lads in 41. Um, But as I was saying, uh, the fixtures... The big one tonight, Summerhill and Navan O'Mahony's in the quarter-final of the championship. It's a busy, busy week for Navan O'Mahony's. They had the intermediate uh, hurling final on Saturday. They have the football or the, the football quarter-final tonight. They have the hurling on Saturday and then they have the football again on Sunday. So it's a busy week for them. Well, but they may not have the football again on Sunday. That depends on the score. If they win, if yeah, they so win it's tonight. A, it's, a big, it's a big if. Yes. And, uh, well, just get on to that. Summerhill, you, you, you think Summerhill now will be stronger than Navan O'Mahony's? Well, no, I, I don't know. I think, again, uh, I don't want to sit on the fence on this, but these are two very good sides. These, you know, we said last week, Summerhill and Navin Amahanis at the start of the year, they judged themselves on how they perform in the Keegan Cup, the Mead Senior Football Championship. That's how both clubs uh, judged themselves. And that's a credit to them with so many titles between them. Um, and uh, tonight's game, you know, it's not easy. No, nobody said it's going to be easy. It's difficult to have to bring uh, people home from work and to have students to come back up and things like that for, for a game. But let me tell you, it couldn't be played in a better place. Dunhamore Ashbourne, I was at the Retort game, Retort Wolf Tones games there a couple of weeks ago. Huge crowd in it. Uh, the lights, very good for a game. Great facilities. Oh, wonderful uh, and, in fairness, yeah. you know, it could, they couldn't ask for uh, a better place. And I just, I think it's going to be a fantastic game. Who wins? Who, who I don't you, know. Who are you going to put your money on? I because don't anybody, know. anybody who's listening to this will already know the result because they will be hearing this on Wednesday. Well, I don't know who's going to win. but oh, uh, Who do you think? Uh, um, if you were a betting man, who would you put your money on? 
and then you've, silence. You've, you've, yeah, and the silence. I don't know who's going to win the game. I'm going to be honest about yeah. that. It is. It's a, look, it's a very, very tough yeah. one to call. Uh, O'Matneys have a lot of experience in their team. Of, uh, they have a lot of ex-county yeah, Stephen footballers. Bray, the last Stephen Bray, was David Bray, uh, 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 David Bray, so David's injured, yeah. but Cormac McGuinness. I think David could be back. I heard that they've got a clean mm. bill of health. Look, if you're listening to this podcast at the moment, you'll already know the results. So I'm going to say this is going to be close. And I'm going to put the cat amongst the pigeons and I'm going to say it's a draw. Um, so anybody listening yeah, to but this the, But the game will, will have to be finished tonight. So uh, it what, will it go, if it goes to extra time, will it go to but penalties? There's, there's plenty of lights. Well, I don't know about that. You know, <laughs> That could be the future of Gaelic Exactly, games, exactly. So anyway, that's, yeah, that game yeah. is being played tonight. If you're listening in to the podcast today or uh, uh, towards the end of the week, that means you know the result. Um, so best luck to both of them um, on next weekend the 14th we have Kildalki taking on Killine and that's in the Brendan Davis Cup final so uh, Kildalki would have uh, true to another final and with a chance to win a, yeah, a bit of silver they'll want to win that of course and it'll, be, after their own. it'll be a home fixture for them yeah. and rightly so that game will be in Kildalki and uh, you know and Killine great battles between Killine and Kildalki over the years there really has so this will be a good game and the referee for that one is Sean Gahan. Uh, also next Saturday, taking place at the same time, three o'clock in Park Tolchin is the meeting of Simonstown and near neighbours Wolf Tones. Um, this is the, of course, the senior football championship semi-final, and um, it's it's going to be a cracker again. This is a hard one to call. It's a local derby, um, but I suppose the big talking point about this is it's the first ever uh, game in Mead that Air Sport will be showing live. On, uh, on the TV. It's on Air Sports 2. It's at 3 o'clock yeah. on Saturday. And again, it's wonderful to see that, you know, one of the big operators are coming in to show a live Mead uh, Championship game of football. Yeah, we're delighted uh, that they're coming in on Saturday. Uh, semi-finals, normally it would be the finals that would be shown. It's great to have this. And it, this goes back to what we're talking about, the apps and uh, all those type of things we were talking about over the weekend. This is another way of, of communicating with people who, who can't get to our games. And it also will showcase the talent of uh, Mead uh, Club Football, because I believe that it is very strong and very competitive. This game will be very competitive between near neighbours. Um, so we're looking forward to that. And there's a few other things, of course. Uh, it helps us, you know, the more publicity we can get for, from uh, our communications with these people, uh, with air. Uh, and all other methods of communication is better for our sponsorship and our sponsors you know our sponsors get their name out there more and mm-hmm. the whole lot of this branding and all that all that takes place so you know that that's all taking place on Saturday the game itself I know the way you type of uh, didn't want to talk about that because I can understand what? What <laughs> I says I don't want to talk <laughs> yeah, yeah. about it I let you talk you said, I let yeah. you talk about and you, it yeah. but, uh, you were on the panel so maybe you should be talking about it. but look from from my point of view uh, Simonstown have in the last year there's been a, um, a revelation their performance the last day uh, their first half performance I'm sure there was uh, people going into the dressing room uh, you were in it uh, scratching their heads basically saying you know what had what had happened what had happened is what uh, Dunbine put a serious serious 30 minutes together and had you in all sorts of trouble so you have to go in and find out your champions you know you have to ask the questions I presume you come back out and you answer the questions with with 
as far as I'm concerned, in the four or five years I've been sitting up there in Park Talton, the finest second half performance I've seen by any individual team, and it was a credit to you. And it wasn't as if um, Dunbine capitulated because they didn't. When you got back level, they went back two points ahead, so you had to come at them again. So it was an excellent performance, and they're either really are, you've, you've laid down the gauntlet two Wolf Tones, they had an excellent performance themselves against a very good Rateau team. So everything suggests this is going to be a very, very good game on Saturday. So I'm looking forward to it. Summerhill, are, are, sorry, Wolf Tones are taking a very similar uh, uh, path that Simonson took last year, in fairness to them. Right. You know, uh, they, I think it was they drew their first and lost their second and then won their last three, beat the favourites in the quarter-final and now are meeting the new favourites in the semi-final, which was very similar to the way uh, Simonson went at it last year. But when you look at Summer or Summerhill, you hear me keep, I keep saying Summerhill, when you look at Wolf Tones, um, they're there on merit this year. They're not the top of Division 1 for no reason. And, uh, you know, they're not in, an, uh, in a championship semi-final for no reason. So, look, Simonson, we can't take anything for granted at all. We haven't been, you know, we've been playing in fits and spurts and I suppose that second half was a, was a big was a big plus for us. So, look, it's, it's been played on Saturday. If you can't get to it, you can watch it on Air Sport. Um, it's going to be a cracking game of football, I'd say. So, get out and support your team if you can. And, um, you know, if you can't, it's there on Air Sport. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a double header there as well. So, you know, it's going to be a good day out. It is indeed. And uh, also, as well, um, just another fixture from next Saturday is the Leinster Club Championship. Uh, that's the Intermediate Hurling. Um, and that's going to be played in Edwardstown. And that's, again, a three o'clock uh, throw in, I'm nearly sure. And it's Wolf Tones of Longford taking on Navin O'Mahony's uh, after their uh, victory over Nafine in that last weekend. So, again, that's going to be a big one. Um, Navin O'Mahony's, you know. I would say that they're a senior club myself within Mead. I, like, you know, they came down from a senior last year, went straight back up. They probably are a Mead senior hurling team. So this is, this is a good test for them to see how far they can go in Leinster. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, Leinster competitions are, are hugely important. and It comes fairly quickly. Uh, you know, as I said, the game was on Saturday and you have to try and have your team ready for the following week. So it's not easy you know, with the celebrations and different things what might take place in between. So this will be a test of them. Uh, you would fancy that they should go down to Longford and uh, should win down there. And uh, I hope they progress in this competition. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my own club, uh, Ratmaline, got to the final of this a number of years ago, not that long ago. So, you know, the, the standard is fairly high and uh, I think Omanis have the ability to go all the way. Yeah, I, that's what I was just going to say. I think that they will have high hopes of going a long way in that competition. Mm. And best of luck to O'Matney's in that game. On Friday night in Dunamore Ashburn, there's a, a, an exhibition game. It's a compromise rules game. It's taking place at 8pm. And that's going to be Dunamore Ashburn playing a team from Australia um, in a compromise rules game. They do this every year. I think this is the fourth year of it. So anybody at a loose end on Friday night, you can go down and watch the Dunamore Ashburn lads um, kicking three different colours of shite out of a few yeah. Australians I'd say that's going to be I'd say that's going to be an interesting yeah, I, one I think, uh, think Dunhamore Ashbourne announced today that they have a few uh, Mead uh, County footballers available on Friday night uh, Joe Sheridan and uh, 
a few lads like that, Donald Keoghan, uh, Graham Riley, and lads like that, they're going to be available. So a goalkeeper, them, so a back, yeah. and a forward. Uh, which is the goalkeeper? <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you walk that one out, so I will. <laughs> yeah, but, but look, it's, it's, it's a great initiative as well by Dunhamore Ashburn. It's, a, again, raising money and raising awareness of their club, and well done to all down there in Dunhamore Ashburn. Uh, also, uh, next weekend in the AFL, uh, sorry, in the All-County Football League Division 3 final, you'll see Oldcastle taking on Trim. That's in Simonstown at 6.30pm on Saturday. On Sunday, we'll see uh, the Division 5 final between Dunsany and Mead Hill. And also the following, I'll just check that out, on the 21st of the 10th, Kiltail will take on Kildalki in the Division 1 final. And that's all the senior uh, wrapped up. Also, at junior level, on... Uh, on Saturday at 1pm, the, the curtain raiser to that Simonstown and Wolf Tones game is the Junior C Championship final between Blackhall Gales and Dulik Bellustin. That's in Park Tolchin. Um, it's going to be a cracking game. I know that the Junior C was extremely, extremely strong this year. Um, when you look at Rathout, um, Simonstown had a really, really good team this year as well. And, um, uh, you know, Dulik Bellustin bet them. Blackall Gales bet um, uh, Rathout. So I'd say get in early if you're going to Park Tolchin, get in early and get a look at this game because both of these teams will be only loving to get their hands on a bit of, of silver. Absolutely. Uh, everybody wants to win. It doesn't matter what competition it is, uh, junior C or senior football. When you go out on that field with your club, you want to win that particular competition. Both uh, clubs have had a difficult year. Uh, the league Bellistown. Uh, it was very difficult for them. They're gone back down uh, as a club. They're gone back down intermediate. Uh, Blackhall Gales, you know, they always have very good footballers up there. And, you know, they stick to their task. And uh, th- that should be a very good game. I don't actually know who's going to win that game, but uh, it will be a good game. And it's a nice curtain raiser for the senior football you know, Delique, If I was a betting man, I'd go to Leek Bellustown. Mm. They've been putting up big scores. Uh, Blackhall Gales beating Rathout in the semi-final it was a very low scoring game so just going on that I would be I would myself be picking Dulik Bellustin but uh, best luck to Dulik Bellustin and to Blackhall Gales um, and then on Sunday uh, the curtain raiser to the semi-final between Gail Colum Kill and uh, Summerhill or Navin O'Mahony's which will be taking at the place at 3 o'clock uh, the curtain raiser to that is Karen Ross and Longwood in the division or sorry in the Junior D Championship final and of course we spoke about Karen Ross already uh, last week and uh, Ollie Murphy scoring two goals and three points in their semi-final so that's going to be again another game if you're if you're God able to get in marking uh, him this week yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> because, uh, despite all the silverware there's, uh, and medals and awards that Ollie Murphy has won I can guarantee he'll only have one thing on his mind next on, and that's winning that uh, medal as well. And that's just a says an awful lot for the man that he is. Yeah, absolutely. And best mm-hmm. luck to both Karen Ross and Longwood. And then the, the last fixture that I'm going to give you there is um, the AIB Leinster Club Junior Football Championship quarterfinal. And that's going to be between Glen Emmett's of Loud, as you already said, and the Mead Junior Champions. That's Mead Hill. And that's going to take place on the 21st of the 10th. I'm nearly sure that is a Saturday. And that it is Saturday week. And that's taking place at 12am. And 
the um the loud venue it's going to be a loud venue and that's going to be to be confirmed it's not actually confirmed where that's going to be played just yet but again best of luck to Mead Hill um in that AIB Leinster Junior Club Championship um i suppose that's that's all our fixtures and uh, all the games previewed um looking down on 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 a, on a couple of our notes today is world mental health day um, and it's a big thing within the GAA, um, Martin, um, and it's something that the GAA are really getting behind at the moment. Well, absolutely. There's no question about that. Um, over the last five or six years, um, we, had, we have Colin Regan uh, leading uh, the charge in this. Um, he is the, he, the community and health manager in uh, Crow Park. He's a former uh, Leitrim footballer. He understands footballers. Um, in 2013, uh, at the Congress, uh, he was appointed um, the National Health and Wellbeing. Uh, he was the director of that. He's over that committee. And what he has to do is he has to offer the guidelines to the different uh, county boards and how they're doing it. And um, in rela- that, that is a success. And our own county um, are, you know, are working very hard in that. I would quite honestly say one of the hardest of our committees is our Health and uh, Wellbeing Committee. And I know that the amount of times that I've been contacted by uh, Andy Fahey from Retort. I was just going to say, who's uh, on that? Jim, Jim Mullery and people like that. And already this year, you know, when you say health and wellbeing, it's for a number of different things. Uh, it's for, you know, people who are elderly, people who have uh, all sorts of uh, problems on and off the field and things like that. So it's a very, very important uh, for the elderly earlier in the year, Mead uh, had uh, two busts going to uh, Crow Park and for the you know elderly people it was a great day out. GEA uh, people getting together from, from all walks who might not have seen each other for years and things like that and these are very important. But you know, you go into dressing rooms now and there's always signs up in the dressing room in relation to health and wellbeing, you know, and uh, who to contact and who not and more and more are the organization is getting involved um you know for young people with jigsaw and all other organizations um, around the yeah, yeah. piazza house and all of those type of things so if you have a problem contact your club your club will contact the the health and well-being officer in the county and take it from there yeah and but if just you, I, don't stay in silence absolutely and, and and another thing about it is, is even if you don't um, if you if you can't go to somebody within your club because it might be someone that you're not very close to or whatever, talk to someone close to you. Talk to a friend. Um, talk to a family member. These these things these problems can often seem like the biggest thing in the world and uh, to you and until you talk about them you don't realise that other people are going through the exact same things and similar things in their everyday life and you don't need to be alone um, in these situations you don't need to think that nobody else understands because in fairness we're all going through something we all have our skeletons in the cupboard and we all have our own things to deal with so don't think that you're that you're you can't talk to someone go and talk to someone I would always and always and always push it that a problem shared is a problem halved and, and, and it might sound like a cliche but it, it's, it's true words that's all I can say mm. on it and earlier in the year you know uh, we had here in Mead um, a green ribbon uh, campaign where every club in the county uh, gave out green ribbons to, sh- 
to show their support uh, for the health and well-being initiative. So, I, I, you know, I, I want to reiterate this. Andy Fahey uh, from Retort, under his chairmanship, uh, they do an awful lot of good work. So, you know, if any of the clubs want to contact him, uh, Andy is always there and uh, to give advice. And any time you go to uh, the county board meetings, he always has a report. So... You know, it's something that we take very seriously in County Mead. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and I suppose on World Health, uh, Mental Health Day, which is today, it's it's great to bring it up. But it's something that we should probably bring up a little bit more often. It shouldn't just have to be one day of the year that we talk about this because um, it is something that affects everybody in every walk of life. So, um, again, don't be afraid to get out and talk about it. Uh, just a, as well, a uh, couple of things that we have left to, to go through. The draw for the Leinster Schools uh, uh, Brother Bosco Cup was uh, was was done as well, Martin. And, and was uh, in Crow Park today. It was in Crow Park today. Was, yeah. Top Oil, uh, Jim Bulger, the Leinster chairman. Uh, these competitions, school competitions, are, are schools, colleges competitions. They're they're absolutely crucial to the development of Gaelic games. And you know, uh, here in Navan, uh, St Pat's Navan, they're famed for their efforts in this particular competition under the years. So uh, they're drawn in Group B, uh, St Pat's Navan. Uh, they'll be playing St Mary's Knockbeg of Carlo and Moat uh, CS. So that's a good draw for them and I'm sure uh, Colin O'Rourke and the lads will be looking forward to another campaign. And we indeed. wish them well. Yeah, and I suppose to follow on from the, the victory, and as if, you fo- if you're following Twitter at the moment if you, and, and, and the Mead ladies, Camogie, if you're following that at the minute, uh, all the time on my timeline, it's another Mead player has been has been nominated for a, a, an award, or um, John Davis was a, uh, nominated and, and uh, for for an award and, and, and manager of the month and manager of the year and whatever. And it's brilliant that the exposure that the the Camogie ladies are getting. And, and I suppose to follow on from that, um, uh, the Camogie final uh, finals were taking place last weekend. Is that right, Mark? Yeah, the award was uh, there was uh, the finals were in uh, trim last Sunday and. Uh, the significant thing about it is, and don't be bragging for winning one in a row, because Kilmessen have just completed nine in a row nine in the meet. And it just is magnificent uh, for them. And if there is a sports star of the week, if there's a sports star of the year, what about this for 15th medal from Aileen Donnelly? Wow. She played. She came on as a sub in the junior. She scored in that last weekend, and she came on in the senior and and she scored in that. So she won her 15 medal, and that is some uh, contribution to Camogie. Uh, with the name Donnelly, of course, uh, she's from the famed Donnelly family in Kilmessen. So, look, that, that's just a fantastic uh, effort by her. But, but you are right, last week was a fantastic week for the Camogie. Uh, John Davis, really, uh, I've been a fan of John Davis for 25 years, and I really do hope he wins uh, the Manager of the Year award. Uh, you notice we have a number of players nominated for all-stars and different things like that as well uh, in the Camogie. So it's all going in the right direction. Uh, the way I look at that is, you know, healthy sports at all levels uh, tends to filter down in the club. If your club is successful at one level, it ends up, com- you know, competitive at others. So the GEA is, about, is, is all about that. And uh, I think uh, Camogie... Ladies football were also playing over the weekend. They had a good win. So it all helps uh, make a healthy uh, association that what is the GEA. 
It does indeed, and, and, and I suppose as well, while we're on to the ladies, uh, we, what we should mention as well is that the ladies' um, football final took place on the weekend, um, and that saw uh, Oldcastle, the outsiders, winning that championship uh, final. That's an absolutely uh, magnificent win for the Oldcastle girls. What we might do is we might keep that until next week. We've talked about the camogie in depth, and what we might do is we'll, we'll talk about the ladies uh, uh, winning uh, the, the senior championship for the Oldcastle team winning the ladies senior championship uh, last weekend as well so a wonderful weekend for for the old castle ladies brilliant to see them winning the, the senior championship um, don't forget ladies and gentlemen uh, follow us on facebook and follow us on twitter um, like our page and if you're looking for links to any of the upcoming upcoming games um, be it uh, uh, the, the audio um, or the actual streaming follow follow us and find the links on our pages um, we'll be sharing them all the time so that we can uh, keep you up to date on when uh, the games are going to be streamed and when they're going to be um, commentated on as well and we're delighted that we're going to be doing the game tonight from Dunamore Ashburn it'll be too late for anybody listening in to, to get tuning into that one but uh, that hopefully that's going to be a cracker of a game down there in uh, Dunmore Ashburn tonight. I want to thank again the lads here in 41 venue in Navan. Um, great bunch of lads, it has to be said, and uh, allowing us to do our um, broadcast here. Thanks a million for listening. Tune in next week for our next podcast, and remember, we are Mead, it matters more.